Ever wondered what happens to giraffes in an apocalypse? We didn't either, but now we kind of know. This is the Odds Pod presents the ninth of the. Hey, I'm Dave Hendrick. And I'm Ben Hennessy, and we're the host of The Odds Pod, a podcast that asks folks, what's their favourite sandwich? Oh, sorry, apocalypse, skip uh, lunch, dinner, deadlines. Uh, we're also the team behind the Scout Comics title, The Odds, a deep dive into the heart of a man who only wants some alone time in an apocalypse, a place to call home in a hellscape, and for the despotic cannibals he works for to just leave it out. So, with our extra calligars in Calamity... And multiple honours and entropy, we thought we were at least not the wrong men for the job and created this here companion podcast for the nine-episode run of season one of HBO's adaptation of Naughty Dog's hit game, The Last of Us. So, episode nine, or as we like to call it, The Needs of the Mummy. So, Well, what did you think of this one? <laughs> hey, well, uh, yeah, this, okay, for starters, let's just talk about the runtime very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. 42 minutes, 10 seconds, and they fit a good two episodes worth in there. I totally agree. When I saw the runtime, I went, oh, so we're not going to finish the length of the first game. It's going to stop midway. But wow, they got a lot into that short amount of time. Man, they really did. And and they, they did bring it right up to the end, up to that scene on the hill. Like, um, oh. But uh, we'll, 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 we'll get to that eventually. Hopefully we, and, won't, and, we won't run too long either. Added stuff that wasn't in the game. No, they're, they're and like great stuff. So let's start really with good, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the cold open, we get to meet Ellie's mom, who's not in the game, and I don't mm. believe is in the comic either. But what I really loved about this straight away, being a big fan of the woman, Ashley Johnson is reprising the role, uh, in, or is taking on the role of Ellie, uh, Ellie's mom, who played Ellie in the computer game. Yeah, and I love Ashley Johnson. She's she's in loads yeah. of stuff. I love. She's she's in Critical Role. She mm. plays multiple characters in that. She's 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 a really nice, one of the most charismatic people in the business. And to see her kind of pop up, uh, I think I said it to you during the week when I saw hmm. her on one of the ads. Holy shit, Ashley De Johnson is going to be in the next episode. She yeah. has to be. Has to be yeah. um, you sent me you sent me a WhatsApp and I hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah. And then I was like, Ah, oh, Ben, you have to spoil it on me. <laughs> but um, no, nah, it was cool. Got too excited. She, uh, yeah, and like you'd you'd recognize her voice anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, no matter how many characters she does, and she always gives them their own voice. But it's all like it's her voice, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's oh, hundred percent. I mean, she is Ellie. Um, yeah, and uh, she's Ellie's mom, Anna. And then she's um, Ellie's mom. Yeah, yeah. How perfect yeah. the casting was that? I mean, yeah. really, it was a really good idea. So it goes a little bit of, um, of a way to explaining Ellie's immunity, insofar as we kind of see her get her her get vaccinated. I suppose is <laughs> how it, how we see it. You know. I don't want those COVID shots. No, uh, no, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a vaccination <laughs> thing. So, so Ellie's mom Anna is running through a bit of undergrowth at night. Yeah, we get some real horror film vibe here. She's running yeah. through a forest. We've got in, deep in, breathing. Yeah, you know, running cold, screaming it's real cold. in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all going on, and uh, she's she's making her way through to a clearing where there's a there's a house, an old farmhouse. Yeah, um, creepy farmhouse, creepy, creepy farmhouse, forest. Yeah, which uh, which she she reaches, gets into, is looking for somebody. She's like, mm-hmm. is anybody? Are you, are you guys here? Yeah, or? it's me. Anyone here? Yeah. Um, and I I would assume from hearing that um, Marlene said she knew 
Anna at this in the first episode. Yeah. Maybe she's looking for fireflies, or maybe she's looking for Marlene, mm. something mm. in that regard. Um, but there's no one in the house. The house is empty, yeah. and yeah. There's, there's infected screaming, and she barricades the front door. Yeah, she's um, defo being chased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are not going well. She's uh, she's looking pretty stressed. And she's, she's also heavily just pregnant. about to give birth. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. So it, we get to yeah. we. I think she gets upstairs and 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 mm-hmm. she cops that her her waters are broken. Um, yeah, she has to. She checks. The water's definitely broken. Then tries yeah. to get into a door and has to like wipe her hand off to to make sure that she can actually open the door. Hand yeah. slips. So yeah, like everything is happening right here, right now, and yeah. uh, she's got the do worst it on possible moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she barricades the door to that room that she gets into as well. Um, and I always hate this in horror films when they use the the shittiest way to barricade a door ever, or or they pick the longest, biggest room, which you could never really barricade that room properly. You know. Mm. Um, should have picked like a little box room where you can put a table between the door yeah, and, and the look, wall, you know. But yeah, it's a functional it, trope. It needed to happen. And she's know? in a panic. She doesn't know what yeah. else. I understand, yeah. you know. But it's like, yeah. oh, I, yeah, yeah. Next time, next time you're getting chased by a zombie while you're you're giving birth, you know, you try. I'll run to the county council first. And yeah, yeah. Plans of a house I'm going to randomly decide to nice. run into, and then I'll know what room to go into. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. So she. She then takes position um, and starts to breathe. It takes out her switchblade as well. And yeah. just as she starts iconic going through the motions, we hear a window downstairs get broken in and yeah. an affected run in. Yeah. Um, and, and the then, banging on that door. Oh. Like, that was just violent, wasn't it? It was just like... Even before it got to the door, the animal. violent sound of it running up the stairs at yeah. that speed. I mean, yeah, Jesus Fuck yeah! I, was, I thought it was just going to burst through the door. I was surprised the door stopped it at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, things are going well. But in fairness to um, Anna, she's she's holding her own. She's just waiting, ready. Uh, I think she drops the knife while she's breathing. Isn't that right? We see she's a, like she's a pra- She comes across a very practical woman. I think you know she's just capable, and you know, and you see that then in her daughter. You know, she's that's something she's yeah. definitely passed along. Um. She doesn't want to be in this situation. She's scared and she's, you know, she 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 realizes what's at stake. But then again, she realizes what's at stake and yeah. is is willing to defend it with her with her life, you know. So yeah, she's um you can see how Ellie came from her, you know. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, there's a, even a great line in here where it comes in. We you see they are almost they are they are mother and daughter, you know. Um People who say these kind of words to each other, this kind of way, they can only help but be related to one another. But there's this great bit like where the the infected then bursts in through the door, runs over at him. Um, I nearly said Ashley instead of Anna. Am um, I going to yeah. keep doing that? Maybe, but that's okay. Runs over at her, and they manage to have a bit of a kind of a wrestle. Um, whilst whilst Anna is giving birth, um, she picks she- up the knife. Get, she gets the, the better end of the tussle and eventually gets the knife into the head of the clicker. Was it a clicker she, or was it infected? I think it was just infected. I think it was just it? infected, yeah. yeah. But but she almost like gives birth. She almost doesn't notice that she gives mm-hmm. birth. Like yeah. there's, you know, Eddie kind of drops to the floor out of her. And, and, and um, we hear a cry. Yeah. And and yeah. Her, and then, then Anna's attention is kind of taken away from the thing she's just murdered and looks down and there's... there's yeah. Now, I want to ask you something. Right. Yeah. You've you've been in a delivery room. I sure have. 
Oh, I've been in a delivery room yeah. and, you know, I was meant to be there. Okay. It wasn't like, a, you know, <laughs> we weren't hanging passing out. by, you know, <laughs> but, um, and you know, I've, I've seen the, the wonderful messy miracle that, it, that, that, that is birth. Um, now that kid, that was the most realistic looking newborn I've ever seen on TV ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't pristine, clean, comeback hair, Baywatch style. No, no, no. Like, even the, even the, the umbilical yeah. and everything. It was yeah. like, so what are we but talking one, about? One here? thing that bothers me about that kind of birth scene is that the kids are always really big. They don't look like well, someone who's well, just yeah. been born. Or you know? they're dolls. But I mean, what yeah. are we looking, what are we looking at? Yeah. Is it, is it, is it a baby? Is it CG? Is it a puppet? Like I, I'm looking just, at this, Kid. I just assumed it was a baby. It, it, I, I don't know, man. It was like so brand new that, well, like, were they, you know, did they did they rush from a hospital with this kid onto the, <laughs> onto the set? You know, <laughs> you know, nine months they before say. they shot this, <laughs> were they like, okay, which one of you is gonna, which one of the crew? Okay, you, right? You know, like what, what the fuck? Like, I mean, you know it was what? I don't so want to know real. that they did it any other way than that right now that's yeah. that's how i want the show to have gone down i'm going to look at the credits later on and if there's not like um credit for a baby baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to be devastated <laughs> yeah i don't know man I, I, I just i mean if okay if it was like this is the thing if it was cg mm-hmm. i couldn't tell right yeah um yeah. and i could tell later with other things if it was a puppet i certainly couldn't tell you know yeah. um so i'm sitting there going that's a real that's a real newborn that's a kid that's only a day or two old at best like, yeah I mean, very small yeah you know so, very yeah. small had all the folds and the you know hasn't really kind of buffed out yet you know or whatever yeah. the correct term is i think you buff out a car as opposed to a kid <laughs> but you know what i mean um and uh yeah i was just kind of in in shock looking at this kid this perfect newborn you know um, but you know what? You know what never never mm-hmm. gets its day on TV is the placenta. Like, <laughs> you know, I was also in the in the delivery room for the delivery of that thing, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, gotta tell you, it wasn't wasn't the best part of the experience. No. You know, and it needs to get out. Bad things happen if it's not out there. Oh, this is true. Uh-huh. This is very true. And and like, um, yeah. it's funny you say that because I was looking for it <laughs> later on. Is that, is that there as is well that on the is floor? It? It's to be there, it? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her someone, dress was down lower, so someone I should check oh, yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was the least of her worries, though, because well, unfortunately, yeah. Anna has a bit of a scrape on her leg from the uh, the, yeah, the got infected her. attacker, and uh, it got her. Yeah, so it got her. so it, at that moment, she realizes and now, cuts the umbilical. At that, can moment. I just can I just say something yes. else? And you're going to kick yourself for this. You're going to be like, "Oh, I can't believe this!" Because every time I mention this to you, okay, this is your reaction. What color uh, was her dress? It was yellow. It was yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I was ready for this. I got it a few times in this one. And one of my notes is make sure you tell Dave you were paying attention. Good. To the colours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my defense, I'm partially colorblind. But yeah. you know, yeah. Come on, you can see yellow. Um, know, like, and it's really the only color that stands out from all the grey. I have yeah. no excuse. You know? Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. The, yeah, the colorblind artist. That's me. Uh, yeah. Oh, the irony. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so she's wearing yellow and yellow is bad. Yellow is mm-hmm. is cordyceps. It's, you know, there's a huge clue in the opening credits that, you know, when cordyceps is spreading, it's yellow in the credits. 
Um, and if you see yellow in the show, you know bad shit's either on the way or it has arrived. You know, yeah. Um, and they've they've really stuck to that the whole way through, and they do it mm-hmm. two or three times in this episode. Um, and they do a thing with her dress here where it's it's yellow and white. So we're mm-hmm. seeing that mix of sickness, but with the whiteness of you know ideas of rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, innocence, all this kind of stuff coming at the same time. So you're seeing both these things come together um, to, to make an Ellie. So then she's got Ellie and someone else arrives in. Someone we know. Oh, yeah, that's when... Well, we see the fireflies, right? Which I thought this was a mm. great bit. We We get our... Oh, hang on, hang on. Before we go into that bit... The end of this scene had some of the best dialogue in there I thought was really good. And this is why I really felt like it was Ellie's oh, yeah, mom yeah, talking yeah. to Ellie. Yeah. Where just as she realizes that um, she's been bitten, she calls the umbilical. She holds Ellie up for the first time. And Ellie's giving out. Ellie's crying. And Anna says to Ellie, yeah, you tell him. You fucking tell him, Ellie. You're so tough. Yeah. And then we get, that's the end of the call up and we move on to the next bit. Like what I thought, what a brilliant bit of dialogue to put in there. Because that just sounds like Ellie, you know? And I think for anybody who wasn't, you know, as or isn't as kind of nerdy as ourselves and paying very, very close attention and making these connections before you're told, that was a great way of telling the audience exactly what you just saw, Mm -hmm. you know, because there will be people watching it going, oh, right. So that's the kid. And then, you know, like it, it was it was really nice kind of one plus one writing like it was, you know. Oh yeah, it was a lovely reveal, and you really kind of got this, like you know, the feeling of of you know, family between the two of them. Even though like Ellie's mom's about to die any minute, hmm. and there was no history where Ellie's been with her mom to pick up these little nuances in her personality. She just automatically had them inside her and just brought them in anyway. And I thought that was a brilliant thing to kind of have in there. It was just that was that was just really nice icing yeah. on the cake. And it 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 you know it um kind of copper fastens that idea that everybody important in Ellie's life up until Joel ends up leaving her. Yeah. You know, whether it's Riley or, you know, or her mom or whatever, like even Marlene, you know, um, they all end yeah. up leaving her. And uh, I want to bring up something about the Marlene thing that's coming up here. Yeah, uh, go on. I wonder if you pick it up now as we're going by, because um, Anna says something to her that's not what I expected to be said to a friend, but we'll get there in a minute. But Credits or the opening credits roll after we have the scene, and then we're like a night and our lights, flashlights in the forest, right? So this is the the firefly thing, you know. When you're lost in the darkness, let's search for the light. We see the lights wandering around the forest, and they're making their way to the house that uh, Anna has run into. They get to the front door, front door won't open, and then they stop and look at each other like, "Oh shit, something's mm. up. We can't just walk in." Yeah. Um. Camera turns, and the guy in the front door puts his torch on Marlene, and we see Marlene for the first time since episode one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlene kind of rounds herself, does a little nod, says nothing, um, and walks around to the side of the house. So it's kind of like the game. You're you're very comfortable using your flashlight to see and navigate yourself around as long as you're not making too much noise. So you can kind of see that they're they're in infected mode here. They're they're going to try and deal with something that they think is is after happening in the house. They get around to the back door. Back door is all right. They creep their way up and they can hear um, Anna singing upstairs. Mm-hmm. And Anna is singing. Did you get the song? Daisy. I thought it was the song Always Shines on TV. I think it was. 
by Aha, which was a 1980s uh, song on Trouble, right? I thought it was that. Was I mixing I it? I could up? be wrong. I could be wrong. But maybe, like, if it was Sun Always Shines on TV, that would hmm. make sense because Aha features in a the lot right? of, yeah, the, yeah. of The Last of Us. But um, I'll have to check that again. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought maybe I'm wrong, but I thought yeah. that's what she was singing. Um, yeah. At that point, then Marlene knows Anna's there. She walks up into the room and mm. sees that Anna has given birth. But when we get there, we find out that like Anna has been singing to Ellie. Mm. Ellie's now very quiet. She seems to be relaxed, but she's also holding a knife to her neck just in case she turns. Yeah, that was amazing. And oh. the whole way through that sequence is there walking up the stairs mm-hmm. very slowly checking out the corners checking you know checking to see for danger that flashlight is just shining yellow everywhere yeah everywhere yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah and i mean the light itself when the camera's on it it isn't yellow but when the light's shone on the woodwork around the house whatever green it is turns to yellow when so, it shines on Marlene, it's yellow. It's yellow. You know, she yeah. may not get cortices, but you know yeah. she's in some kind of trouble, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. tough. Yeah, she's dangerous. So um, so yeah, so uh we have a little uh a little a confrontation, little a little yeah. chit chat. Yeah. What I like is that Anna says immediately to Marlene, it's not your fault. Um Marlene says we were we were uh, delayed getting out of the zone or something. Yeah. Um, he, so they were holed up there in the house. Mm-hmm. Presumably, Anna's a firefly. Yeah, yeah. You know, or that's the least... implication, anyway. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I was trying. I was yeah. going to ask. Like, yeah. I don't know if she's in with them, but she's definitely besties with Marlene. I mean, she's not. She's uh, not wearing. She's not wearing combat gear or mm-hmm. kind of tactical stuff. But she's. Yeah, I mean, if she's there, you'd you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. She must have searched them out for help or something like this. Maybe yeah. it was something to do. I know in the game, some of the uh, some of the areas don't like kids. Um, it's another mouth to feed. That's that's one of the reasons why they meet Ham and Henry, Sam and Henry. Sam and Henry, yeah. Ham yeah. and Henry. <laughs> Ham and Henry. That's what I mean. Ham and Henry. Um, because it's Henry's been a long night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, maybe it's something like that. There, like she's getting out because she wants to make sure her kid is going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but the one thing she says here is that she, she's hungry. Um, and she asked Marlene to take her. To find someone to look after Ellie, she doesn't yeah. ask Marlene to look after Ellie. She t- asked Marlene to find someone for her. And I went, that's fucking weird because we we just found out in this point that her friend she she asked her how long have you known me? She says all my life, mm-hmm. all our lives, and doesn't ask her to take her kid. So no. um, what she knows say? her. Yeah, yeah. It says that she knows her and she knows she's not the type of person who could either look after a kid, want a kid, do right by the kid. Yeah, you know, maybe it's I that mean, life in the fireflies. Maybe they just, you know, yeah, I'm not Mar- safe. You know, Marlene's a very practical person, you know, um, and uh, to you know to lead successfully in that world, I think you probably have to make all those tough decisions. And we see later on that she's well able to make horrible tough decisions. decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, we also see Marlene kind of question Anna here. Um. Mm. And I like what happens here, and I'll bring it up near the end because there's a there's an an element here where we see one of Ellie's birth parents and another one later on lie for Ellie's benefit. Where as soon as she tells Marlene, I cut the cord before I was bitten. Yeah. Before she stresses that. Marlene yeah. shakes her head like, I don't buy it, but all right, I'll go along with your story here. 
Well, I think I think in this episode, there's a lot of that. There's a lot mm-hmm. of you know leaps of faith or or having to believe in lies, whatever way you want to look at it. You know, it's either yeah, it's either faith or it's you know or it's just a lie that people believe in, and um that that's a recurring theme the whole way through this episode, right to the end. You know, um, and it's it's established in this this conversation, um, yeah. and especially with that that emphasis on before. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's very, very deliberate, and that that kind of unsaid thing that happens between the two characters in that scene happens later on at the end as well. You know, where there's a there's very much an unsaid thing understanding you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that they both have to believe in because if they don't believe in it, it's all for nothing. You know, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's uh it's yeah it's incredible um how they how they kind of pieced all that together you know yeah um and uh eventually then she's marlene goes along with it she buys into it she takes ellie she um walks ellie out of the room while marlene is or sorry anna asks her you have to take ellie and then you have to kill me and marlene goes i'll take ellie but i, I can't i can't kill you and she walks mm. out of the room and anna she gives her the her. knife she gives her the knife. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah her switchblade. Yeah. yeah. I thought and, that was good. Cool. Um, and she wraps her up in Ellie's coat that we see her wearing. She still mm. has that. Um, so she gets her coat and her knife off her mum, which is uh, which is deadly. Mm. Um, but um, baby Ellie then gets dropped off to one of the fireflies. And Marlene then psychs herself up to go back in and kill her friend. Mm. And I thought this would be something like where when they shoot this, we see it in the hallway. We see Marlene hand off baby Ellie, turn around, um, and he says, hold her, hold her by the head, um, cover her ears, don't let her hear this. And then we mm-hmm. see her write herself up and go into the room. And I thought at that point, that's where the camera would stay. We'd hear a gunshot, we'd see a flash, and she'd come walking out again. But the camera goes into the room. We see from Anna's point of view of Marlene walking straight in and without saying a goodbye or without any kind of pleasantry whatsoever, you know, like um, you're my best friend. I, I, she just comes right in and shoots. Good evening. Yeah, well, well, there's nothing. <laughs> there's, there's not a, a goodbye. There's nothing like, a, you yeah. know, I'm going to miss you. Um, I got this bullet just, just for you. Um, well, it kind of reminded me of Joel just fucking walking off everyone. Maybe Marlene and Joel could have been best friends this whole time. You know, they realized they have something in common where they well, just be they, dickheads. They have a lot in common, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, it sets her up as someone who, mm-hmm. you know, will do whatever it takes. And that's, you know, in a lot of, in a lot of fiction in a lot of stories, that's the hero. Yeah. You know, Marlene would be the hero in any number of stories, but not in this one. Not in this one. Um, so yeah, then, then, then she slowly walks out of the room. She mm-hmm. has to, she doesn't just kind of speed out like the way she speed in and, uh, we get this amazing match cut where uh, we have a close up on baby Ellie having a little bit of a cry mm. and uh, cut then straight to present day Ellie mm. um, having a bit of a meditate almost kind of sitting there in a stare. Just uh, So this this intrigued me now. So so this was a nice mm-hmm. contrast. You've got the baby crying, not really screaming, but just crying. And then you've got um, you've got Ellie and she's almost catatonic. She's she's yeah. like in, in, in my mind, she's completely PTSD to fuck. Oh, 100%. Like, after her experience with David and everything like and everything they've been through. But like she is just she's just withdrawn. 
she's gone mm-hmm. so into herself that Joel has noticed. Yeah. And, you know, he's trying to talk to her, trying to get the conversation. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, right? But it reminded me years and years and years ago, um, I had I was I had this girlfriend, right, who I could never really put a foot right with, you know. Like right. if I you know, it was just it was doomed from the start. But like if I was like hey, look, that car is black. She'd be like, that's white, you know, and there'd be a huge row over it, you know, so there'd just be drama all the fucking time. Fun times. And then you'd be, you'd be walking on eggshells and you'd be trying to kind of get the, the, the conversation going. And that reminded me of that. Like it was Joel just kind of going, (laughs) hey, look at that. That's cool. And what about that thing over there? And if I just keep you talking, maybe, you know, everything will be okay. You know? And it just, it just felt like that. It was like, he was, he was desperate. Like it's the first time I've seen him desperate and it's it's in dealing with human emotion as opposed to you know dealing with monsters or raiders or you know any number of physical threats but here he was like hey let's keep everything light and get things moving and you know <laughs> yeah, and Ellie's just like by RD huh? beefaroni yeah, <laughs> yeah boggle you know and Ellie, Ellie's just like huh? yeah okay yeah cool whatever man you know she's just like like she comes off as, as disinterested but really she's just in her own world she's just you mm-hmm. know in her mind um processing and, what's happened yeah or not even just just like stuck there you know mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah so thankfully the thing that happens next you know kind of pulls her out of it you know yeah so it, it, it's a big change right because like she was a chatty one not joel joel hmm. was the monosyllabic yeah um quite hero and, and now joel is really reaching just to get a uh, some kind of response from her. Any kind well, of I think I think the yeah. the the events of of what happened mm-hmm. in in um uh what was it called Silver Creek or whatever. Silver, it's called. yeah, yeah, Silver um, Lake, was it? Silver Lake. Um, the events of that really changed them. You know, mm-hmm. so it changed how Joel relates to Ellie. Joel now sees Ellie as his daughter. Yeah. Um, and Ellie has lost her innocence completely now you know i don't i don't know how much innocence you can have in that world but she has completely lost her childhood it's gone you know um so joel only ever wanted to be a father only ever wanted a daughter Mm -hmm. he gets one and all of a sudden she's an adult you know and that's kind of that's kind of heartbreaking you know um but it's the way of this world and yeah. you just you've just got to adapt or you die, you know. And but that's this is it. And and yeah. he's a dad. The only way he knows how to adapt is is to keep dadding. So all he's trying to do is trying to find some kind of common ground where he can take her out of this moment. And, and, and it's maybe... been and it's been so long since he's had to do this that yeah. he sounds fucking terrible at it. <laughs> like he's like, just we, we know the only thing he was good at was murdering people it's... with Tommy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah so it's... like honestly, it's, honestly, it's man, it's room. it's me standing in favor is going. Yeah, I'm not really sure I like goth music, you know. Um, <laughs> and 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 try not to get beaten up uh, by 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 various different um people. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's that's you know that's what it is. It, it's it's that thing where you you're kind of trying really hard to relate, but. Yeah. You know, you're it's not sure not happening. it's working. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's such a contrast because like the, the second Ellie was born, <clears> she <throat> was crying. She was loud. <clears> and her mom was 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 telling her, yeah, you give him hell. You know, you, yeah. you, you keep Tough screaming, nails. you know. Yeah. And here she's barely able to whisper. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. It's a huge change in, in 
David is kind of taken apart from her and if you and probably just never really get back, you know. So yeah. brilliantly done, you know, like it didn't need, you know, the to get that across, all you needed were two shots, two looks, you know, you didn't need a destroyed city or a ton of CG or, you mm-hmm. know, lots of stunts. You just needed, you know, Bella Ramsey's face and yeah. Pedro Pascal trying to keep things going with some lighter dialogue, you know, and you knew exactly what was going on. So that's just yeah. amazing, you know? Stellar stuff. I mean, yeah. like, I, I can't wait to see what she can do now. <clears throat> going forward. We won't get into it because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything for the next season or for anyone who hasn't played the game but um, I, I can't wait to see more of what Bella mm. Ramsey's capable of because she has stolen the show I think in the last three oh, four episodes completely. for sure yeah, you know? completely. Yeah. so anyway things get a little bit brighter when they, they um, try to make their way through the city um, yeah yeah, to uh, get to get to the hospital the hospital which they don't even know the location of but and in order to, to find a location um, Joel has a plan yeah, and he's about to tell Ellie what it is when she says to him, "Oh, we're going to go up into a building. We're going to cut across here. We're going to get a view to lay out so we know where to go." And and Joe goes, uh, "No, I got like some dynamite at RV back there, and I was going to blow up all this rubble so we could get through." And she went, "Really? Goes, yeah, no, but I had you going for a minute, and yeah, yeah she, she just knew exactly what was going to happen. And this is a really good moment because I, I think there's a little bit of a." of a smile at a value from this point. Like Joel's really reaching uh, right up to that point where he's, oh, man. he's, he's telling her like, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to find a guitar. I can teach you how to play a guitar. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we could do this. And he, now he's thinking about the future that they were talking about back in episode six, I think um, yeah. over the, uh, and, and she's kind of letting that, Oh, maybe, maybe it could happen. She's really entertaining. She's not getting involved in the conversation. Yeah. But she's happy to hear it, you know? Yeah. And uh, Joel is just trying to make her happy. And, uh, it I mean, seems I, to have gotten somewhere a little bit, you know. It does, but I'm not so sure she believes there is a future, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, she's not as invested in, like, you know, six more guitar lessons or, or whatever it'll be, you know, to <laughs> to um to get her to 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 playing uh Take On Me by Aha. Um But yeah, so they get through um or they get up into one of the buildings and mm-hmm. a little bit of co-op. Um, little bit of which? Of co-op, like in the game where... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Where you hands her off to each other. A, yeah, yeah. He, he puts her up onto a level. She's supposed to pass down a ladder. And, yeah, but she uh, gets distracted. And uh, she's like, you got to see this. Yeah, and then really drops the ladder on Joel's head. Yeah, I thought <laughs> that looked painful. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it? He handled that well. The way yeah, he says, it kind of came down. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was yeah. like heading for his face or something, you know. It didn't yeah. look, it didn't look, didn't look comfortable at all. But and I like uh, his reaction because he's like he's kind of like, hey, what the fuck? But he's not, hey, what the fuck? Because like he's just kind of happy. She seems to be she's like, enthusiastic. You know, yeah, she's out of herself. Kind of response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh she legs it up into the building and he follows, and there's a couple of different levels that they they kind of chase each other through. Yeah, and... they're they're on some kind of um uh, temporary staircase made by people making a building or something, mm. or and, uh, and they're running up these little wooden stairs, and then they get out into an opening, which looks was it was it looking onto a baseball diamond? Is that what it was? Yes, yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a giant bloody giraffe yeah. sticking his head in in a hole in the building, chomping away on some on some leaves. So, so must have been some zoo stock that that got out. 
Yeah, um, I love that idea that they're just roaming the country. You know, it's mm. just, it's so cool. And this was a big moment in the game for me. Yeah. Uh, for everyone, I think. Like, this is just such a nice moment where after all the fucking crazy shit has happened, you kind of mm. get a, a chance to breathe. Uh, and the dialogue between yourself and Joe at this point is is pretty key. Um, there's just a, a repetition of, you know, uh, what about the view, this kind of stuff. There's uh, Joel showing her that the giraffe's nothing to be afraid of. He wants to get a giraffe. He rips off some uh, some leaves for the giraffe to, mm. uh, to be fed by Ellie. And, it's um, call it's callbacks that one in episode is episode one where they're looking out at Boston at the top of the building and he says, uh, is it everything you'd hope for? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they do that, do they do that again, but it's reversed. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Uh yeah. just like the game again, you know, um they, they do exactly that. Uh that's when they get to the top of the building, they're kind of just chilling out, taking everything in, and then Joel gets a bit serious and says you know, we don't, we don't have to do this. Um, I just want you to know that, you know, mm. and Ellie stressed the point that no, no, we, we do like uh, uh, for everyone that's died for everything that we've done, we have to see this through so that it, uh, everything is worthwhile. You know, that, that nothing is, is, is kind of lost or mm. it can't and, be uh, for nothing. Can't be for nothing. Yeah. Uh, after all we've been through everything I've done, it just can't be for nothing. Um, of course. And she I said, would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would remind you, mm-hmm. young, young Benjamin, of Joel's words at the start when he was oh. talking about when he was talking about why you do these things, mm-hmm. why you go out of your way, why you get into trouble, why you go chasing danger, or put your put your life on the line, and you only ever do it for family. Mm-hmm. You know, you do it for the people you love, and you do it for your family, and that's it. You don't do yeah. it for anyone else or anything else. You know, they're the reasons why you do these things. And Ellie is standing there going, well, I'm going to do it for everybody. I'm doing it for strangers. I'm doing it for, you know, because she feels the weight of what she has. Yeah. And and the obligation of what, of what that, you know, her blood um, could do is, for is everyone. Yeah. 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 And we've been told you do these things for the people you love and you do them for your family. And that's it. That's it. You know? And and there's there's so much key dialogue in this episode. Like most of my notes are writing down like what they had said. Like she mm. has a, a great bit here where it's uh, I know you mean well. I know you want to protect me. You have. And when we're done, we'll go wherever you want. Tommy Sheep Farm or Sheep Ranch, the moon. The moon. I'll yeah. follow you anywhere you go. Yeah. But there's no halfway with this. Yeah. We finish what we started. Yeah. And all of that. Oh, that says a lot. Like, I'll follow you anywhere you go. I mean, mm. Ellie is saying to him, like, I'm with you forever. This is it. It doesn't, yeah. ma- it doesn't matter. I-, I know I know you mean well when you're saying that. And you protected me plenty. But we have to see this true. And afterwards, I- I'll-, I'll be by your side forever. And it's a, it's a kind of a really nice way where these people who can't emote at the best of times are are showing each other that that um that they're they're now permanently invested in one another. Yeah. So then I think that unlocks something else in Joel. Yeah. When we get down onto the ground level and uh they're making their way out of wherever they are, out of the, the quad that they're in. Um and he starts lots of, telling lots of yellow flowers around here, Dave. I know lots lots of yellow, yellow flowers, flowers as well. Yeah, yeah. And he start he starts telling her a story. Um about uh about the first time 
he was in an army field hospital. So as they're as they're traipsing along, they they find mm-hmm. this, and army she camp. asks yeah. she asks if it, if it's Fedra, and it's all dilapidated, run down, and could be twenty years old and abandoned. And he's like, no, no, it's army. I said back at back when this all started for the first few days, they set up these camps. Um, when they thought they could help people, thought they could control things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and she asks uh, why he was there, getting kind of medical help, and he points to the scar on his head on his temple. Yeah. Well, uh, she asked, "Was it Sarah first? Yeah. And Joel doesn't like. It's not a thing like where he's uncomfortable now and will not talk about it. No. Joel just says, "No, it wasn't Sarah. Yeah. It's not verboten anymore. It's um. Yeah. Yeah." And again, you know, that's a that's a huge step for both huge. that she can huge. ask yeah. and that he can talk about it. You know, yeah. um, because he's he's grieved, he's dealt with her now, and yeah. and you know he can not so much move on. You never move on from a from a loss like that. But I think he can certainly he's putting himself back together after it. You know, yeah, but he can certainly yeah. talk about her, her mm-hmm. without falling apart. You yeah. know. Or without wanting to punch someone in the face, or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever way he deals with things, you know, he's 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 gone through the process now, and he's realised that there's more to life. But but anyway, he goes on to tell her that you know, um, it was a self-inflicted wound. Yeah, he he mentions that shot that he missed, or the shot the guy missed uh, back in episode three. Hmm. Um, he was the guy who missed that. He was actually going to end his own. There was life. no guy. It was me. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, and that's I'm, not in the game. Can you remember that in the game? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the bit the dialogue in the game is is they were there for Sarah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, no, it's a new it's a new layer, but it um, it's good. It works. It absolutely yeah. works because it leads up to this moment where they just stop and they're mm-hmm. talking to each other, and it you know it transpires. That everything we, you know, everything we know already about their relationship is dawning on them in that, yeah, in that scene. And again, they don't say it to each other. <laughs> no, no, it's the most awkward like, thing ever. <laughs> it's like she doesn't say, "Oh my god, I, I can't believe you almost did that. I'm mm. so happy you didn't kill yourself. I am so yeah. happy you're here." Yeah, she just kind of says, "Like, it's it's good that you didn't." You know, yeah, fair play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stroke look. He kind of says, and for the first time ever, Joel's the first one to start walking and leading the the, yeah. the way off. But, but there is, there is, um, there is a moment in there where, uh, what did he say? There's a, um, it's about being saved. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I wasn't scared either. I was ready. Yeah. Um, Joel says, which which echoes. What uh, Bill said about Frank, right? Yeah, I'm ready. I've lived my life. I am, yeah. I'm satisfied, and um, we're kind of seeing that again in the show when they state your person's reasons for being around for living, their 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 essence of who they are. When they lose it, they can be they they finish their life. Uh, they'll either be killed or they'll end their own or or naturally maybe. Um, and Joel was trying to like make his 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 exit sooner. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't, was, he, he stayed wasn't, around long enough that he found an, another purpose. Well, that's and, the thing. He wasn't he wasn't scared, as he says. He wasn't scared. He doesn't mm-hmm. know why he flinched and, and didn't didn't do the job properly or whatever. But he was he said, I couldn't have been more ready. He, he was totally ready to die. And he yeah. was ready to die because he'd nothing to live for. Yeah, that was the, you know, the crux of it there. I mean, it wasn't that he, like Bill, um, had won, mm-hmm. you know, 
at had won at 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 the uh, at the apocalypse or whatever. He mm-hmm. he had been beaten. You know, he was the other end of that spectrum. Yeah, uh, you know, everything that was happening had just beaten him down to the to the point that he just didn't want to do it anymore. Go any further. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Ellie says a great line of like, "So time does heal all wounds." Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh man, that's this is the killer. This one's. And what killer. does Joel say? Joel says, "No, no, it's not time." It's not time that did that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then there's this moment and you're just like, I oh, just hug each other for yeah, fuck's, fuck's sake. sake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it doesn't happen. And you know, in 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 the hands of a weaker filmmaker, it would have happened or, mm-hmm. or weaker producers, but it doesn't happen and it makes it all the sweeter, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and there's a little there's a little a little wipe of a manly tear. There sure um, is. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just kind of a deep breath and let's keep going, you know? Yeah. Um, he doesn't even, he just, he gets up and goes before just he gets can up see and it. goes. Yeah. So there's still yeah. a little bit of Joel that does not want to show his emotions. A little bit of pride. Yeah. Um, and there's a big bit between the two of them where they're not very good at showing people their emotions. So no one's really saying no. it. They're and all she, feeling it and letting the other know they're feeling it, oh, but they're not saying it. They uh, know. I mean, yeah. does it need to be said? It probably does from a, from a, you know, certainly from a cathartic perspective, it needs to be said. Any any shrink in the world would say, "Oh my God, oh, yeah. say it." You need you to know? hear that. Yeah, yeah. But they're never going to say that. No. And maybe that's enough for them. You know. You know, um, it's a tricky relationship they have, and you can see why we've seen we've seen why we now know their origins of, of every reason why they're here. Yeah, it gets so, yeah, it only gets trickier. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to. They've certainly made a massive amount of peace with all the issues they're dealing with. But yeah. that final one where they're just outright openly saying, love you, that's that's not there yet. That's yeah. gonna be another while. Yeah. Yeah. Without without even yeah, I mean oh man, like you could write a thesis on, yeah. on the psychology <laughs> of this thing, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yeah, the closest thing Joel would say to I love you is I'm in the mood for some shitty puns. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, just to get just to change the topic exactly. Yeah. Get them laughing, talking about something else. I, I have to, I have to say, the apocalypse gag that mm-hmm. was right, right that up was my good. alley. That was yeah. brilliant. It would have to be up our alley, though, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. In fairness, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a shame that's taken because, uh, yeah, we could we could have used that on the odds pod, but you know, people are making apocalypse jokes like there's no tomorrow. Like, come on, we we, we can still take it. We Amazing. can still do it. Ron Livingston, he won't mind. You know, Amazing. Yeah, he died 20 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure he did. <laughs> um, and then there's this great callback to episode one mm-hmm. where there's something going on very, very quietly behind the main characters in, in, yeah. in the action. And I just thought, like, I almost missed that because the way the camera has you, you're just focused on the two of them. The two in the front. Kind of two yeah. points coming coming towards you. And, like, you've got this so far and out of focus in the background, this dude who's creeping around, mm-hmm. decked out in combat gear. Yeah. And is almost is is faceless because he's so out of focus. Because yeah, they take up so much of the camera. They take up the left and mm. the right third, yeah. part of the middle. The only part that's free is the and upper middle third, as where doing, that yeah. one guy comes in the background. Yeah, and the only oh. reason you see him is because he's moving a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm moving fast and mm. light on his feet, and then pulls a flashbang and yeah. throws it at them, and they don't notice a thing until they hear that hit the ground and roll towards them. Yeah, Joel turns around, pushes Ellie. Ellie away, covers her, and the thing goes off. Yeah, and then then we're in trouble. This is it. Um, you can hear a ha again. 
Uh, well, you can't, but you can almost feel it. Uh, everything is like a big, loud, bee, you know, that kind of thrilly noise after yeah. the band gone off. And we can see people dragging Eddie away. We can see George but getting to his senses. And then just as he looks up, we can see someone that uh, hits him with the butt of a gun and yeah. knocks him out cold. Yeah. And it's a it's a fair bit of a thump. You know, it is, head, isn't it? Like you yeah. kind of feel that one. Oh, the sound yeah. there. Actually, I must sorry, another call mm-hmm. out just back to the start. Yeah. The Foley artist at the start when she brought when her waters broke, that oh, yeah. wet sound just before <laughs> she checks. Oh, you know, fair play to them. And uh, and then the sound of the, the rifle butt hitting the back of, of Joel's head. And Solid. it feels like it's hitting the back of your head. Like yeah, it, it, it just whatever way they did it, I don't know how they did it, but it just felt you know, you'd love to see this episode in a cinema with that kind of sound system because that would punch you in the back of the head. No problem. It sure would. I'm surprised yeah. Joel's head wasn't cracked in three or four places. Um, yeah, man. But he's Joel. He's made a turn of Cerner stuff. He's able to, uh, on the brink of a horrible infection, uh, oh, yeah. three or four guys. So sepsis. yeah, he's, this is, yeah. is going to be all right. <laughs> Dude's got sepsis and he's just yeah. like killing dudes. with Walking the, it off. Yeah. yeah with iron <laughs> bars. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's uh, it's not a good time. No, not a good time. Um, maybe maybe but, they should have said what they needed to say because might have been the last time they saw each other. That's it. And it's almost as soon as they've they've almost said it, like with seconds, hmm. like they're just they've got to three or four puns, maybe a minute, hmm. and now um now they're they're split up. All is lost. Um, yeah, it's gone. It's all over. Um. Joel wakes up in a hospital room, very like how they shoot it in the game. Mm. Uh, Marlene is there. She says, welcome to the Fireflies. Mm. Um, and uh, this is the second time we see someone in this episode um, from the game play a role in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think before it's kind of been one apiece almost the whole way through, but we've seen Ashley and now we see uh, Merle, Merle Dandridge back in again um so it's 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 great how they're actually managing um the people who have done such a good role in the game actually get a role in the tv show it's cool yeah yeah it is it's yeah. deadly it's really good yeah. and she she she's really good in this um and i mean let's say it again just for like all the adaptation all the adapted stuff we've seen mm-hmm. being comic book fans and you know being disappointed for most of our lives and then the mcu came and made us happier for a little bit and <laughs> you know who knows where that's going but like you know to see stuff that's adapted with real respect for the source material and the people who made it yeah you know you don't always see that in in comics you know um and uh yeah it's like if they can get a cast member in they do yeah yeah from the game which is just fantastic you know you just know you're dealing with decent people like yeah you know I mean, they're not messing around with the source material in any which way. Um, I think they, they've. I, I, there are things that we'll get into that near the end, but I'm mm. I'm loving it. I really enjoyed the show, mm. and I, I thought Merle Dandridge uh, is like I mean she is Marlene. I mean she looks like her, walks like her, everything uh, is her. Obviously, sounds like her, but like she she says something here to Joel that is uh well great that you're here and all but like i can't fucking believe i owe you one of of anyone alive today yeah you're not the one i wanted to be in debt to yeah yeah. how did you do it i had five armed guards trying to ferry me across and everyone almost died i lost half my team how did you get ellie here on your own Mm. and all joel says is just take me to her 
Yeah, but he does say it was all her, not me. It was oh, he does. Her. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to do this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and very and like the game as well. And Marlene's like bullshit, but it's like it is mm-hmm. true because Joel wouldn't have fought as hard if it wasn't Ellie. You know, even up to this episode, he gave her an out. He would if have turned was, around if he wanted to. If this know? was some some bloke, right? Mm-hmm. Just just imagine. Just work with me here, right? Mm-hmm. If this was some guy named Stan, right, who you know was you know i don't know 25 years of age 23 years of age right because that'd yeah. be around the same same time right would joel have fought as hard and protected him as much and you know the fact that he took on ellie as a as reluctantly took her on but there was still that mm-hmm. kind of surrogate kind of thing happening there like if it hadn't been a teenage girl would joel have fought as hard yeah, it's a good question. You know? Yeah, if it's it a good was, question. If it was some, you know, pimply fat dude called Stan who who was, you know, in his early 20s and thought he knew everything about everything, like, would, would Joel have, you know, have done it? I don't know, but... Maybe um, he'd have broke his hand hitting Stan at the very first episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. knock him out and carry him across, <laughs> yeah, across yeah, country, yeah. you know? And just keep knocking him out. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's no problem. He's just take Stan. his brain, yeah. you know? Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's a funny one, like you know. But then, the nature of Joel would it matter? I don't know. We'll never know. But yeah, yeah. For this, I guess it worked. That's a good question. I guess it it almost had to be someone who could could be Sarah for him to to rally the way that he did. Um, but maybe, maybe if Stan rallied for Joel the way I don't Ellie know why I picked Stan rallied. Yeah, we're gonna go with yeah. Stan. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe if Stan rallied for Joel the way Ellie did when mm. Joel was uh was was stabbed by the baseball bat and, mm. and dying of infection, mm. maybe at that point. Maybe. Yeah. Um because I think that was the the bigger turning point here, you know? Yeah. Um and like maybe. is there is there a gender role there as well? Like is does gender come in to play? With that dynamic, and I, I like, I kind of think it does, because you've got, you know, you've got Ellie who every so often shows a more compassionate side than Joel mm-hmm. can show, yeah. because he's wrapped up in his macho bullshit, you know, and and even even when he tells Ellie that she saved his life, yeah, you know, he still can't really tell her. You know, yeah. and he and sheds a tear, but doesn't let her see it. Yeah, and you know, so there is that kind of stereotypical man thing going on with, with oh, Joe, and, so. and yeah. you can under, you can understand, you can you know, you've seen where he comes from and 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 what's happened to him, and you can understand why. Um, and then with Ellie, she's not the stereotypical, you know, um damsel in distress or whatever she's oh, well able to handle herself yeah, yeah, she knows yeah. how to use a flick knife she you know we've seen the body count you know yeah, she can yeah she can do it <laughs> um but then she does every so often she has she does have a warmer edge to her that mm-hmm. that comes out that cares about joel when he's down and out and you know would stan do that i you know or would he, just, yeah. would he just leg it you know 
Um, I guess it all depends on how what their circumstances pick were. up a gun. Would they and be say, the type that would embrace that, that or be able to to express that emotion? You know, I, don't I, know. I guess you're I don't kind know. of looking I mean, for that balance. You know, would uh, would Stan when when David and 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 his disciples are trying to hunt um, Joel down? You know, would he just kind of show up? Would Stan just show up in the middle of the road and go, "He's over here"? You know, and, uh, <laughs> maybe he's and, a dickhead and start <laughs> and start yeah. praying with them. Probably would. You yeah, know, dickhead Stan. Yeah, Dick, I don't like oh, him. Yeah. Fucking hate Stan. <laughs> he's he's almost as bad as Carl. Fucking Carl. Oh man. Don't talk to me about Carl. Okay. Um, back on track then. Marlene's talking to Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he is somewhat, Joel. he's already distrustful of what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know? He doesn't like the fireflies in the first place. No. Yeah. And Marlene's explained that they, the guy who hit him didn't know who he was and thought he mm-hmm. was a raider or whatever. And they took, they took Ellie away. And he wants to know where she is. Uh, he wants to go to her and mm. uh, Marnie says, I can't. Um, he's getting prepped for surgery. And Joel's mm. like, whoa, hang on, wait a minute. Mm. What surgery? Yeah. And Dennis described to Joel that the way the cordyceps has infected people in this. So actually a couple of things on this, right? I, I want yeah, to talk a little bit about this. Oh, right? So, so I learned a bit about yeah. the cordyceps virus in our world with the ants and such is yeah, yeah. it doesn't really take over the brain. It takes over the control the brain has over the body, right? Over the nervous system. Yeah. Right. So in a way, now it, in a way, Sam was inside that body when it took over, which is even fucking more devastating, right? But yeah. in the show, in the game, I think it's different. I think it does take over that higher brain power as well. Right. So when they're describing how this virus has riddled its way around Ellie's brain, the only way uh, they can find out about this and make a vaccine out of, out of Ellie is to cut up her brain. And Joel realizes, yeah. oh my God, you can't do that. You have to find someone else. Yeah. Find some other kid. Yeah. They're going to stick our brain in a blender and um, that should do it. Now, that's how it works, right? That's science. Yeah. yeah. Answer me this, right? So I'm I'm, I'm watching this and I'm kind of looking at it going, okay, so Cordyceps thinks Ellie's already infected Mm -hmm. because when her mom was bitten, when she was just about to give birth or giving birth to Ellie. Mm-hmm. A certain amount of cordyceps got into Ellie through mm-hmm. the umbilical cord. And but not enough to overwhelm her system. Yes. Right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah, so, there, yeah. so then when the other infected bite Ellie or find Ellie or, or whatever it is, they either think she's already one of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, yeah. Or when she gets bitten, it it doesn't infect her because she effectively is her her blood is telling cordyceps that 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 she's already infected. So, uh-huh. if they need her brain tissue to create a vaccine for this, right? Right. If, it, if it's just about infection, right, and telling other cordyceps cells that you're already infected, could they not just take the brain of an infected person, of which there are plenty lying around? Joel has rammed enough blunt instruments through them and <laughs> and stick that in a blender and inject that into people. Or am I like I, way off? I, 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 I Doctor. 
I don't know. Yeah, Dr. Hennessy is just stepping up to the podium uh, with his yeah. years worth of, of study in cordyceps uh, specifically. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think like if you're looking to make a vaccine in any form or fashion, you try to take it from somebody who's produced antibodies naturally uh, and you, you try to find out how you can uh, uh, build that in a lab or use that to create more or, or whatever. I think they need But she who's... hasn't created antibodies. Like they, they say in the dialogue that mm-hmm. she is infected. Like she, yeah. she, you know, but her cells aren't overwhelmed by the infection. So yeah. she's carrying it, but she's not succumbing to it. Well, like maybe we're maybe we're reaching that for too hard of a definition at this stage. Mm. Maybe what they needed to do was to cut her up and find out exactly how, what, and why. But well, just maybe be wondering, was, like, uh, have they not uh, tried? What with, they call like, it a hypothesis. It's not even a theory; it's a hypothesis. Have they know? not tried with an infected individual yet, or you know? Well, maybe they have. I, I would imagine they would have tried a few things by this stage. Mm. Um, I'm sure Jerry's been in the in the lab, fucking cutting up loads Jerry. of stuff. Jerry, yeah, we're going to meet Jerry in a bit. I'm sure he's been busy at this kind of stuff. And this is probably the one thing that that missing link he's been missing. Someone who's alive, but um, hasn't turned into a cannibal. Hasn't succumbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Interesting. Anyway, this was a viral chat with Ben Hennessy and Dave Hendrick. Um, So, (laughs) moving on. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joel Joel is demanding to see her, demands... Mm -hmm. That he takes her out of surgery, wants them to perform surgery on somebody else. Yeah. And then it kind of it it sinks in, you know, they're gonna yeah. cut her brain up. Uh-huh. Uh he can't he's not having any of that. No, he says you find someone else. Yeah. yeah. So it starts it starts to get a bit testy. And Marlene tells her guys to drop Joel off at the highway. Yeah. And yeah. uh if he if he causes any problems, shoot him. And that's that's Joel. Marching in- orders. In that kind of marching orders, um, Marlene says, or when Joel says, find someone else, Marlene says, there is no one else. Um, and then kind of in the panic of like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, all that anger coming back from Joel going, you're not touching my kid. She says, look, we didn't tell her that we're going to do this. We didn't tell her. We didn't want to give her anything to be scared of. Hmm. You know, and Joel is even more enraged because like we saw well, what's him that? give her what's... the choice in episode six, whether he wanted Joel or Tommy. And um, was a bit of a cop out. But I think there's a thing about choice with Joel. Um, oh, see, big time, yeah. big time. So by you know by not giving Ellie a choice by forcing mm-hmm. this on her, they're mm-hmm. doing exactly what David did. Yeah, a hundred percent. They are, and that's that's Ellie's worst nightmare. We saw the effects that had on on Ellie's psyche at the start of this episode. So, you know, Joel is like, no way. Like, she's yeah. at least got to have a choice, got to have a say in the matter. Yeah. You know? And, and there was always one element with this in the game and here that that, that, that bothers me is that why didn't Marlene just give him a chance to say goodbye if that was the case or or they even discuss it with one another? Because I'm, I'm sure Ellie would have wanted to do this because that's the kind of what she's kind of pointed out to. Uh, if they do, yeah. I think if no. they had asked her consent she would have given it yeah because I think she, so. she's a kid and she she's heroic and she mm-hmm. you know she sees the the good of it um i think if it had come to that in the game or in the in the show or whatever um joel would have died because he would have fought like hell you know there and then and that would yeah. have been the end of him um 
he would have been overwhelmed by by their their guys, you know. Of course, um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh but but it didn't go down that way. I'm sure they they looked at it from every possible. Oh, angle. I'm sure they did. Like it's still know? good. It's still yeah. good. It's just one of those yeah. things where I'm wondering like, why why if he just would have done that that one mm. easy thing and it seems like a fairly regular thing to go do. Mm. But look at you know he didn't. Um, always always kind of. Always something I was thinking about afterwards, uh, whether I played the game or saw the show, mm. and I uh, just kind of thought, oh, I wonder why she just didn't say, fucking go say goodbye to another. It uh, would have probably solved a whole lot of stuff. Uh, a whole lot of people wouldn't be dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get to this. Um, as Dave said, uh, Joel's been given the marching orders and Marlene's men are going to to take him to the highway and, and set him off. And he's if he's to do anything at all, they're to shoot him. Yeah. So Joel picks himself off the ground, having been gut punched by one of the one of the guards, and they start walking. And uh, Marlene, he asked Marlene, "How could you do this?" And she says, "I was there when she was born, Joel. I promised her mother I would save her child. I promised. Um, I, I have no other choice." And Joel says, "I do." And then he yeah, gets walking. Man. Yeah, a great line. You know, yeah, I do. I have another choice. Yeah. Um, Marlene just tells the guards to go, uh, tells the guards to give Joel Ellie switchblade uh, at the end of this and they shouldn't be tries anything. And uh, I, I, that switchblade, like, I, I wonder if that's as much a thing that she's getting rid of that she doesn't want to see after this. Um, or is she actually giving it to Joel as a remembrance to Ellie? You know? Yeah, I think it's I think it's the latter, but it's all like it's also Excalibur in that sense. Like yeah. it's it's a magical weapon. Mm -hmm. It's you know it's all those kind of back to the kind of Campbell tropes, um, hero's journey stuff. You know, it's it's a weapon that's passed down from mother to daughter, and then when the shit hits the fan, it's passed down to Joel. Yeah, you know, um, and yeah, it's 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 a really important artifact. Yeah. In in this story. Um and when when that was handed over, it was like, ah yeah, here we go. You know? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like and that is that is uh Rodimus Hot Rod getting the creation matrix, you know, becoming Rodimus Prime. <laughs> it is, you know, it's all that shit. It's it's just you know, yeah, it's this, Luke, this is the plus one sword. Yeah. Luke being handed a handed a lightsaber, you know, staring into it as he did in Obi Wan's <laughs> uh little cave. But uh and hopefully not switching it on, but um, but yeah, it's it's those kind of things. It's 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 the uh, you know, it's Lino and the and the uh, the Eye of Thundera. It's all that shit. It's He Man. It's like mm -hmm. he has the power now. You know, the power is in that little flick knight, that that little switchblade, um, and it's the power of a mother who could fight like hell, yeah, and a, and a daughter who survived against all the odds, and now he's mm -hmm. holding it, and he's like, "Fuck you guys!" And then yeah. we see a we see what that fucking tell him. We yeah. see what that power transpires into, you know? Well, we sure do. Well, we also see, I think, the reason why Anna asked Marlene to find someone who could look after Ellie and didn't ask Marlene to look after Ellie. Mm. Marlene will do these kind of things yeah. and having been asked to save her child, she'll save her up to the point where she'll have her taken apart by science, mm. you know, mm. for for the greater well, she, good. Yeah. Well, like Marlene did find someone who could look after her. She did. Yeah. You know, yeah. She put yeah. them together. But, um, but yeah, so uh, Joel's being uh, escorted off the premises, and he's not making it easy on his on his captors. No, he keeps stopping. They keep telling him to keep going. He spots the floor later of the hospital, finds out where the surgery floor is. Yeah, 
starts walking down the uh, the stairwell, and uh, I thought this was fucking great. Did, ah. did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just want a proper scrap, you know, mm-hmm. and like he whips that gun out of your man's hands so fast. Yeah. Um, so fast, and uh, takes one guy out on the stairway, points the gun on the other guy, uh, asks him where, him. where they keep in it. Yeah, yeah. And the guy just says, like, he says, just fuck you or something. And yeah. then Joel, just like he says in the game, I haven't got time for this. I haven't got time for this. And just shoots him in the head. Uh, and uh, I think in the game, there's only one guy walking Joel down the yeah, stairwell. Yeah. And yeah. while Joel gets him pinned against the wall with the gun, the guy says, fuck you. And then Joel shoots him in the gut and says, I haven't got time for this. And yeah. then aims the gun at his head and then tries to get a better answer out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it is fucking, it's so true to the original yeah. source as well. And yeah. it's, it's brilliant. But like, this was... um. This was that moment where we see Joel being really good at what he and Tommy used to do. Oh man, yeah, and it was calm and collected. I have to say, Mm -hmm. the decision to slow this down, yeah, you know, because this whole scene is shot like it's all run a little slower. It's there's music which we never really, you know, get Mm -hmm. other than you know the the kind of kind of start at the end. and there's a whole there's a whole little opera going on here. Like it's yeah. yeah, it's it's really poetic and it's just Joel administering death all over this hospital. He is, like, he is. he's taking out yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, in a world of clickers and bloaters, you watch this and you realize, oh, Joel's the apex predator. Joel's mm. the one we should all be afraid of. He yeah. is cleaning house. He is yeah. he's taking out people who aren't prepared for him. He's yeah. taking out people who aren't prepared for him. He's yeah. taking out people who are surrendering. Nobody's who are, prepared for that. Yeah. No, nobody. Absolutely nobody. And there's these shots of just dead bodies lying around the hospital. And... He drops. He drops about sixteen people on screen. And then on there's screen. other. Then there's other other bodies we see laying around the place as a result yeah. of them. And like. Wow, and he's, he's going through, he's taken out with guns, he's taken out with knives, he uses the, the Excalibur knife at one yeah. point. And yeah. uh, it, there's, there's such an expression of of emptiness on his face. He's just in this moment of, uh, this is what I'm doing. Hmm. There's no anger. We have, we're not seeing angry Joel here. No, it's just uh, a means to an end. This is it. Yeah, uh, he's got to get business. through it. He's hmm. back on mission. and uh, It's like, it's, it's the same look I have on my face when I'm bagging and boarding comic books, you know, <laughs> it's just a means to an end. I just have that serious ones down, twos down, threes down, you know? Yeah. I just bought, I just bought. Two, I never, I never want to see that. I just, <laughs> just bought two, me now. I just bought 200 boards this evening to, to bag up. There's like a thousand comic books behind me right now that I need to, nice. I need to sort out. But yeah, I mean, it's that kind of, that kind of level of seriousness, Ben. Oh, it really know? is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all business. And just like the game, you're, you're running out of ammunition and guns. You're taking off whatever you can off one of the dead bodies. And uh, he's yeah, I liked all that. making his way to the surgery. Yeah, That was done nicely. Like he just like, like he would level up a weapon each time, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah it was like he had a grease gun. Then, then, you know, then he gets a proper, a proper AK, you know, then he pulls a Beretta or a Glock yeah. from someone, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, you're getting, I can see this is video game you know trajectory yeah. this is this is uh yeah this is like you're 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 looting each of the bodies you know yeah <laughs> you know you're, you're you're building up your inventory you know which which reminded me because like at this part of the game um 
like, like you come across these recordings on a tape recorder that Marlene has left where she's uh, kind of mentally telling herself she's doing the right thing, mm. which, you know, they obviously can't do in this because uh, mm. uh, it didn't work out that way for the story. And, and I know they can yeah. do different points of view in this that they can't do in the game. She just wanted, she wasn't that important a character to, yeah. to this, you know? And it was unnecessary, and I think we kind of get it between this and what's to come. But uh, it's just such an intense, intense moment where we're just seeing Joel kind of do the wrong thing, right? You can't have a watch this and feel like, oh shit. Oh, well, this is where this is where you have to call in. Like, you gotta you gotta ring Doctor Fraser Crane and ask him about the morality <laughs> of this. Like, this is, you know, this is amoral at best. Yeah, you know. It's completely selfish. Mm-hmm. It's coming from a an almost cowardly position because almost, almost. he doesn't want to live without her. You yeah. know, is he doing this for the right reasons? You know, we've been told you only do these things for the people you love and your mm-hmm. family. You know, mm-hmm. so he loves her. She's family, so yeah. therefore, by his rules, he's doing the right thing. But by the by the as you know, we did we. We did title this episode "The Needs of the Mommy" after the, uh, you know, paraphrasing <laughs> the Star Trek needs of the many, far outweigh the needs of the few. But in this this episode, it's it's definitely the needs of the few that are, that are getting looking ar- yeah. looked after. In fact, the needs of two are getting looked after. Um, so what is what is the 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 right thing to do here? And really, that doesn't mean anything when Joel's got a gun in his hand because you you don't get an opportunity to argue morality with them. You know, no, he's emptying a clip into your head. Um, I was getting Omar's common vibes when I was watching this. There was like a bit was, of that, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, just get the fuck out of there, guys. Just leave. And you're fucking done. You oh, that dude, that little fat this. dude yeah. who puts the gun down on the ground. He's like, okay, I'll put him Yeah, yeah, on. that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not going to kill me now, are you? Bang. You know? Um, yeah. He's a, he is the angel of death in those scenes. Like, oh, yeah. Everything was so calculated. Yeah, like everything. Like the way he took the, out the knife, the way the, he walked over to the guy. The silence, like other, like you've got the music running, but the the silence in those scenes because mm-hmm. you don't hear any dialogue. Um, you hear people and, getting shot and getting yeah really fucked up, but that's that's it. But they, you know, they they pick and choose. Mm-hmm. It really reminded me of the Godfather. Because there's that there's that massacre in the, the Godfather. baptism of fire in the, first the baptism, one. yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Oh and, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and it yeah, definitely yeah. had had a bit of that going on, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Jeez, I can really see that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was just, just just to, all it all that was all it needed was uh, somebody with a with Michael's a, Corleone's vows, a, yeah. a box of flowers, you know, falling to the ground, <laughs> and uh, and a baby being baptized, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, he makes his way into the operating theater. Yeah, he sure does. We get to see Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's going to be a big Jerry. deal later on, lads. Uh, keep an eye out for Jerry. Come on, oh, Jerry. We, actually, we get to see Laura Bailey as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Laura Bailey is friends of Ashley Johnson on Critical Role, and she's on loads of games. She's Kate Diaz and Gears of War and everything. But she's the voice of Abby in the game. Yeah. And uh, I think in the first one, she actually plays one of the nurses as well in digitally. Oh, really? So she's one of the nurses here in the room. Oh, as that's well. awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't I, know she only, played a nurse. Yeah. But there was only that there was a shot of, I think, her reacting and it went, I fucking know that I was those eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be her. And then, yeah. then I kind of forgot about it because everything was happening. And then I saw her name up in the credits. And I went, holy shit, it is. It is Laura Bailey. Yeah. 
and um yeah so there, there's another person from the game that gets a, a go in, in the tv show yeah and um yeah so she so in a way it's kind of like abby getting to see her dad die by joel in this which i thought was pretty interesting yeah um but uh, joel gets into the room and he just says unhook her and then everyone realizes joel's in in the surgery that's this this um you know a clean room he's mm. just after walking in cold and blood and everything else and uh, he says unhooker for a second time and then they kind of react and this is one thing I I didn't really get a chance I couldn't make it out maybe you saw it but Jerry when he says I won't let you take her does he put mm. down a scalpel and walk over to Joel or, or does he pick up a scalpel no, I think he puts it down him? and walks over and he's just like sure. I'm not going to let you take her because yeah. I think he's got both hands up you know <laughs> okay like, that makes it worse because I was wondering if he was still holding the knife and I went oh, if he's holding the knife I don't feel so bad about Joel just fucking shooting no <laughs> he was like <laughs> Joel just yeah, I mean, he, he's in Straight it. He gets in the head. two seconds. He barely yeah. finishes his line before Joel has him dead. Yeah, see, Jerry. Uh, then the nurses uh, react, and uh, then I felt really bad about myself, Dave, because more than usual. Oh, like horrendously more than usual. Because in the game, right, mm. I shoot the shit out of those nurses as well, right? <laughs> but, but Joel just cleaned up the hospital. I just asked him to turn around. He lets them live. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets Ellie unhooked. They 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 oh, they put yeah. a plaster on her arm. But like in the game, I killed them, and I was like, oh fucking hell. You and better I, think about your choices. Oh, I did. I've been thinking yeah. about it all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck. I, I killed them too. Maybe so. I am a bad man. Yeah. Maybe we're yeah. bad men. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think about letting them live, mm. um, but there he does. And I was, uh, I kind of thought that the difference in media comes true here because never questioned it in the game. No. Just saw it as a thing I was going to do. I was going to shoot up everybody. And yeah, but you're on a spree, more. you know, right. like it's, right. you know, and I was trigger and, happy at that point. And the second time I played it, I made sure I had all the ammo I needed. <laughs> nice. I wasn't running out the second time around, but yeah. never once did I let those nurses live. Um, whereas on the first go after Clinton, he, he gives them a choice. But your, your um, psychotic tendencies aside, um, there's a, there's a really, um, it's almost tender moment in that, scene yeah when they pull the uh the iv out of ellie's mm-hmm. arm and the vein starts to bleed yeah and immediately joel's like cover that up get that cover that up yeah get that covered you know yeah because he like he doesn't want to see her bleeding he doesn't want to see her in pain he doesn't want to yeah. see you know anything like that you know and then when he said uh, that i thought he was trying to cover up the the bite so it didn't look like she you know showing the mm. bite off to anyone i i didn't realize that it was this uh you know, fatherly, like, I don't let her bleed. You yeah. look after her yeah, and yeah. clean that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that until yeah. I saw her put on the fast room. I, I well, mean, okay. I will I will pump hot lead into any number of you. But if, you know, if you leave her with a little cut in her arm, that's not on, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's where I draw my line. That's where I draw my line, you know? That's <laughs> mad. Like, um, So, yeah, so he, uh, he picks her up, scoops her up in his arms and uh, Pieta style and uh, carries yeah. her out of the the operating theater right before we get a close-up on abby's dad just fucking bleeding out on the ground <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah wait until wait until we see abby i don't think anyone's going to be uh ready for that it's yeah 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 uh, we'll get to that next we will, year we will we will but yeah, um yeah. um yeah so so it's into the lift and down mm-hmm. down down, down like, to the car park i mean yeah. this is the thing right mm-hmm why would you go straight to the car park? I don't get it, right? The car park's always underground. It's always in the basement. There's no fucking cars in this world, right? All the cars are gone. 
they do find a car. They're lucky. But why mm-hmm. does he gouge the car park? Why doesn't he hit the ground floor and go out the front door? Like I think, I think because I he's know. killed everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I think because everyone's dead. That's know? the thing. He can just walk out the front door. Yeah, but if he goes to the car park, maybe he'll find something that they're using yeah, in, this, okay. in this firefly. Like it's probably yeah. like a what do they call them? Like a vehicle bay or something in the, yeah. in the military, isn't it? So he probably thinks like there might be something there. Yeah, get, a, um, get himself a tank. Yes, lucky. Yeah. They think they're yeah. yeah that would have been ideal. Yeah. Um, but uh, Marlene pops out yeah. and uh, does like the game. Um, Marlene says, uh, I think I think she would want to do, oh yeah, there's a bit of a standoff. They're talking about like what's happening, put her down, you can't do yeah. this. There's a discussion uh, about choice as well there. Yeah, I, I think she would uh, have wanted to do what was right. Mm. And she sees, and we didn't see this in the game, but we get to see Pedro Piscano's Joel react as it say like, and his reaction looks like, yeah, I think she would have wanted to go through with it, you know, mm. but but you didn't give her the choice. Yeah. And Marlene says, well, you're not giving her the choice either. Yeah. And um, it plays out differently than the mm. first time Joe was in the situation where he was holding his child um, under gunpoint. And uh, just as things are looking like maybe Marlene is going to convince Joel, she sees that Joel admits that this is the wrong thing to do. And Joel knows that killing all these people is the wrong thing to do. She mm. puts her gun down and then we we see that underneath the the uh, surgical robe that Ellie's wearing, Joel isn't just carrying her, he's also holding his pistol and his pointed. He'll never now, be caught by a soldier like that ever again. Now, you know? is it, it's not shown immediately though, is it? No, it's hidden. It's it's kind of under her, under yeah. her gown. Yeah. So, so, before anything goes down, it then cuts to the car. Mm-hmm. And Joel, is Joel putting Ellie into the car? I think he's putting No, Ellie that's in. not, that's, that's not yet. That's, that's later that's on. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the cutting so, here is like the so game. Joel is, is, Joel is driving. So it's confusing. Yeah. Joel no, not yet. I, I think. But you don't see the gun at all. I don't think you see the gun until. We, what we do is we see. Um, Oh, you're right. Because yeah, you're right. Because at the end of this, there's a moment here where she says uh, to Joel, "You can still find a way. You don't have yeah. to go through all this." And then Joel yeah. says, "And I almost wanted him to say it. This is the way, you know." Yeah. And then, and then she, <laughs> but we didn't quite get there. We did. We got a cut. You're right. We got a cut just before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they are in the car. You're right. Joel is, yeah. is driving them. Um, uh, turns out there's he's lying to to Ellie about there being more kids just like her in the yeah. Firefly Hospital, and, and it didn't it, work. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of lies uh, here coming from Joel, and and Ellie is so under the drugs, she's she's not really taking she's on. She's not, yeah. she's not doing her usual Ellie self of like a million questions, and her yeah. bullshit detector is not fucking firing uh, at anything. Mm. Um. Like uh, Joel tells her that they've actually stopped looking for a cure because they've had dozens of kids just like you and, and it's not working. Hmm. Um, and then Ellie starts asking like practical questions because Ellie would do this because like, where are my clothes? And then Joel has to build his lie up. This lie is not in the game. This hmm. lie is unique to the show. And in the game, I kind of thought like, why? Like there's just kind of this this gap like where she could go back, find out what happened. Um, he never gave a reason not to do that. Mm. Here we get that reason, and it's like can't go back to the hospital. Raiders attacked the hospital. I barely got you out of there. 
Um, and then I ask, were, were people hurt? And Joel <laughs> just says, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, it's so fucking dark. Then she asks, is Marlene okay? Joel avoids answering that question. Yeah. Well, I, d- uh, I don't know if he avoids, but he it cuts. It and cuts. He, say, he just says, I'm taking his home. Mm. Uh, and then Ellie rolls over, goes back asleep. Mm. And then Joel says, I'm sorry. And then it cuts mm. back to... Uh, Marlene and Joel the standoff yeah in the car park and Marlene is putting her gun down on the uh, on the floor to yeah. kind of as a as an act of trust to say just give her back to us yeah we'll find a way out of this yeah we'll all be friends yeah yeah and Joel's got his pistol underneath the crook of Ellie's Ellie's legs and uh gives uh um, gives Marlene one to the gut and she hits the deck and he's heading off with uh, with Ellie, he's putting Ellie into the car, isn't he? And then he hears mm-hmm. her kind of moaning. Yeah. And he goes back to Marlene, and Marlene begs for her life. Really, yeah, says, "Please let me go." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, you don't need to come after her." Yeah. And there's that kind Bang. of classic Charles Bronson, um, tra- like that that kind of revenge. Um, angle on it, yeah. Angle the, on the it, yeah. It's Harry, a, Harry kind of stuff from yeah, the yeah. ground up, you know, looking at the barrel of the gun, and it's just like you, it's just straight into yeah. into Marlene's head. Marlene is not lucky. <laughs> no, she's. I, I doubt she feels lucky either. No, yeah. and you know, she probably probably did have a death wish asking that question, you know. But um, mm. yeah, that was uh, that was the end of her, and then uh, then we catch up to the guys. Ellie's feeling a bit better. Yeah, yeah, she's got some nice new clothes on. The car is um, not so good though. It's yeah, the car's out. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they've then, got they've got a five hour hike to get back to back to Jackson. Remember, he says uh, it's only about five hours of a hike, but we can we can make that. Remember. Mm. And uh he's kind of getting a bit of a you know, we, we did this. Mm. We we've done this before, you know. Everything else done afterwards is easy. We can do this. This yeah. only five hour hike, remember? And uh, Ellie gives him a bit of a smile, like say, like remember what it was like before we went through all the fucking horrible shit everywhere. Um, we're we're gonna go home now, and it's only five hours of a walk away, and uh, it's a nice little breather, um, mm. a temporary one. It's a big breather from all the violence that they've gone through, but there's a lot of stuff going on here. They, regardless of what's going on, we still see Ellie thinking a lot, not talking. Mm. We still see her. I think we're thinking of her, or at least I was, that she was going to ask something more about what happened in the hospital. And what we see is as they walk up on their hike, Joel is talking about um, uh, Sarah and how he thinks Sarah and Ellie would be good friends. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Um, loads yeah. of stuff like, uh, you know, I think you would have liked her. Uh, not that you're the same. You're different. And then Ellie asks, how so? Mm. And she goes, well, well, she was a lot more... I want to say girly. I'm not saying you're not girly. And then Ellie goes, I'm not. He goes, yeah, you're not. And um, they kind of talk about just stuff. And we're Mm -hmm. kind of seeing uh, like Ellie likes hearing this kind of stuff, but she's not really going for this with Joel, right? She's a bit standoffish. What did you think about that? Like, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, she's, she's, she's a kid. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to share her, surrogate yeah a bit of that too you know it's probably a bit of that um also she's in a weird place with him right now she doesn't necessarily trust what 
he's told her. Yeah. I mean, she isn't all that talkative on the hike. Mm-hmm. And I think that's deliberate. I think she's she's weighing up what happened. what's happened. She's yeah. weighing up. Can she still trust Joel mm-hmm. for the right reasons? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot going on in there. She, she is a she is a very cerebral kid. She's, you know, oh yeah. As as capable and as practical as she is, she she's a thinker, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we've um, seen this a number of times now where she comes out mm-hmm. with questions uh, and, and says things to her the, the her carers, her adults, her protectors, where it sounds more like she's a protector, mm-hmm. um, or she's figured out something they happened, that kind of stuff. So she's very alert and I kind of thought she was doing that, but then she comes out with this question like it was like, Hey, wait, you know, I uh, when I told you I was in that supermarket on my own and I got bit, I mm. wasn't. I was there with my friend and we were back in, in Kansas. Wasn't it Kansas? Yeah. Is, yeah. When they were in uh, Kansas, Jen, she tells the story of her and Riley. Riley. And yeah. Riley being the first person she had to kill. Yeah. Riley um, was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, so there's a, there's a, a softening between the two of them where Joel is now fully committed to Ellie, where he's totally open about who he is about mm-hmm. his motivations in life, about his daughter and that mm-hmm. tragedy, which is ironic because he is 100, 1000% lying to her about yeah. what just happened, mm-hmm. you know, about the biggest thing in the world. Let's face yeah. it, it's the biggest, the biggest thing in history. Mm-hmm. And he stopped her from doing that, you know. Yeah. Um, So that's going on. Ellie knows. Ellie knows. She knows. She's figured yeah. it out, you know? Yeah. But And she says to him, swear to me, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true. When she asked that question, hmm. it's kind of like, we all know she knows. Like she, yeah. she, she of, of all people who's, who's aware of this kind of stuff, Ellie now knows hmm. she just needs to hear it from Joel. Hmm. But Joel doesn't say it to her. Joel just says, I swear. Hmm. And she says, okay. Just like she does in the game. All this dialogue's the very same. Hmm. And that's it. Uh, the camera hangs on her a little bit before she says, hmm. okay. And I got to ask you a question. And it's something that I think everyone asks as soon as they finish playing the game and then when they watch the show. Do you think Ellie believed him at that point? Or was no. it just her accepting a story from Joel, no, because that was going to be their truth together. We're going to go no, along with this. No, I don't. I don't believe for an instant that mm-hmm. she believes that, and I don't think she she even adopts it as a truth with Joel or whatever. I think she accepts it from Joel because she cares so much for Joel that she is okay with him having gone to the lengths that he went to to protect her. Yeah, you know, she knows. Deep, deep in her heart, she knows that something terrible would have happened to her if she'd stayed. So if Joel yeah. made the decision to pull them out of there, then Joel made the right decision in mm-hmm. in, in a sense to keep her alive. Mm-hmm. But but she knows it it was just for her and Joel. She you know the sacrifice that she could have made of herself which she wasn't given the choice to do and that's yeah. the, that's the crux of that problem isn't it she she wasn't given that choice um she you know she would have freely made she is that kind of a hero you know yeah yeah um but I she totally also agree. but she also accepts Joel's 
need for her in his life. Mm-hmm. And that's a sacrifice she's making too. And you know, it, it's also hitting that point of we're so far into this now, it can't all be for nothing. You know, Joel feels that way about killing all those people. You know? Yeah, I'm it's it's in. the reverse. It's the reverse yeah. of 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 Ellie, really, you know, where mm-hmm. you know it's a yin and yang thing. So so like, yeah, Joel Joel thinks it can't be for nothing because and and what it has to be for is family and the people you yeah. love and keeping those people alive. Whereas Ellie, yeah, her version of account all, all be for nothing is curing the world. The world, yeah. And what's yeah. more important? Obviously, curing the world is more important. But mm-hmm. the heart wants what the heart wants, and yeah. you know. It's a it's a it's a huge mess. So so we end on a on a on an emotional mess, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've got to go back to Jackson now and try and build a life together. On a lie. On a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not gonna go well. I mean, no. you know, who knows? Next time we see Joel, he might be out shanking balls off the green. You know, <laughs> hanging on to hanging on to a driver, going maybe this is five wood. This, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, he might, uh, I, I hope he's like you know on a dad. sheep ranch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'll make it to the sheep ranch, but no spoilers. But um, can I ask another question on that then? Yeah. Do you think Joel was right to lie? He had no choice. He had to lie there in that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, what could he have said? Actually, no. Here's what was going to happen. You yeah. know, but he you couldn't think have. He... But that was his moment of opportunity to come clean if he was going to. But do you think? But he's never going to come clean. Mm-hmm. Don't be true to the character either, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. He's, yeah, a, he's yeah. a man who's driven by the need to protect his daughter. Mm-hmm. So that instinct is stronger than anything. That instinct is stronger than the desire to save the world. That's how exactly. strong that instinct yeah. is. Yeah. So, you know, he is... He is the anti-God, you know, where God gives <laughs> gives a child to be sacrificed. You know, he's he's the one who's like, you're not sacrificing my child and the world can yeah. fucking burn. Yeah, you can find someone else. You find someone else's yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so, so yeah, like he he was never going to gonna say anything. I don't think right or wrong comes into Joe's psychology, really, you know, because he's just it driven just because of the family. Yeah, you know? yeah, I totally agree. Um, I wonder like, like if like there's an anyone, like do you personally agree with what he did? No, like, I don't agree with it at all. So, but if that was your kid, I think I'd give them the choice. And yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a horrible decision to make, mm. isn't it? But I mean, but I'm the thing a star- was like I'm, Joel wasn't in the position to give them the choice. I, I'm Joel a star- had to react or not react. I'm a Star Trek fan, so the needs of the many do outweigh the needs of few, <laughs> you know. And and uh, yeah, man, you know, good answer. All save right. the world, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go along with that. I, mm. I, I've been thinking about these things since I've played the game, and I haven't really thought about them since I saw them in the show. Yeah, and uh, I just kind of have all these questions going. Because I remember like kind of playing to get my mates, and mm. eventually when we all got through it in our own time, we all had this this conversation. Like, well, do you think he was right? Do you think mm. she was? Think she believed but that's, him? That's no. the beauty of the game. Like it, it's you know, it provokes debate. It, you know, it puts you in moral quandaries that you <laughs> never 
imagine in a million yeah. years you know i mean it's it's sick and twisted that way but it's brilliant yeah and you know it gets that's the sophistication of it all of the of the storytelling in the game and the show whatever but like it's you know it it's it's a it's a great story and yeah. it doesn't matter what medium it's it's told in whether it's video games comic books tv movies you know this is not the last we'll hear of the last of us Mm-hmm. This this brand, this story will live on. Like it will keep going. We'll be, you know, I won't be, but I'm sure, you know, <laughs> you'll be talking about it in 30 years time or whatever, you know, like because there'll be various iterations of it, you know, brands like this don't die anymore. They just no. keep, they keep going. And if the story is that strong, they keep going. Um, Can I ask, like, when you talk about like in different medias in like, did you prefer the game or did you prefer the TV show? I I it's impossible to 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 answer that question because mm. you know both play to the strengths of their medium. Yeah, yeah, I found that too. And you know, we were annoyed that there weren't enough zombies in the or, mm-hmm. or infected in the TV show, but it played to the strength of a drama about a family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whereas the game you're killing yeah, it's a horror Infected, game. You have left, to have. right, and center. Yeah, every yeah. opportunity, there's a there's a monster. You know, so so yeah, it's like it's like it's oh, it's up there. It's one of my top top five games. I'd say. Um, Same TV wise, yeah. I mean, it's you know, there's so much good TV these days. So it's in the last twenty years, there's been so much good TV. So it's it's hard to kind of place it, mm-hmm. but it's up there. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's um, it's very. Like when you think there are flaws coming in, they 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 pay off on on the themes and the rules they're setting for their, their world, you know. Like uh, yeah, when, they're when very we, strict. Yeah, when we see Bill walking down the main street, uh, firing guns at lads and not taking cover, uh, all out of love for Frank, uh, that's a like oh, that's kind of weird. There's a prepper not taking cover. It's kind of stuff. he's done everything else right. Why is he doing that? And you're thinking like, oh, it's because it's out of love for Frank. And the second we see someone do something out of love, they either get hurt or they die. And yeah. almost as soon as he does that, he takes a bullet to the gut, and yeah. um, he almost dies. And so, uh, what was your what was your favorite episode? My favorite episode hmm, might have been might have been the second. I mm. think when they were test going through the, the museum and stuff and yeah. setting up that new rule about the cordyceps was great fun. Mm. The third episode was kind of brilliant though with Bill and Frank that we got a side of that that we never got. That might have been my favorite because it was mm. loyal to the game, but it was still different. Yeah, to it went deep. What happened? Yeah, and maybe and that like that's where nice. yeah. that's where it plays to the strength of the medium. There, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's definitely that's definitely you couldn't play that in a game you couldn't play that bill and frank story in a game because so much of it is a love story that's just two yeah. people hanging out you know yeah and that'd be boring as fuck on a playstation like let's face it yeah you know? so um so that's where they really enrich the story by you know putting it into tv using the rules of drama mm-hmm. you know and and giving you this kind of deeper layer to to what was going on with the two names really that you you know, didn't mean a hell of a lot in the game. No, know? not at all. Like um, uh, that was absolutely even the my, likes my, with David. My uh, favorite episode. That was the number three. Was your favorite as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah that was that was, that was brilliant just the nuance like, of it was just brilliant and maybe it was my favorite episode because it gave us more than, than we, we ever got before. in the game yeah, yeah yeah and then because those characters weren't really written before now you know they had an opportunity to do whatever they wanted with they weren't constrained by mm-hmm. the rules of adaptation either you know um so yeah i thought that was that was definitely the the strongest episode and that's the episode that's going to win all the awards yeah you know? it should be i mean it's 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 great for so many reasons yeah. you know there, there, there's so much right with that um but like there there's so much right with a lot of this i missed the horror element because the game was so full of it but mm. i don't feel like the show suffered for that i no. feel like they Oh, the only thing I feel like what happened was like working in the art sector is, as, as you know, when you have something that's unique to a product, you tend to use that to your yeah. advantage the whole time. And I thought like the biggest unique thing they have were these mushroom zombies and they were underused. Mm-hmm. But in no way did I feel like the story was hurt because of it. I felt like we were we missed out on events. Um, I feel like we got to see something really interesting. Uh, as to what it truly is to play to the strengths of two different media. Mm. When when we got introduced to David in the game, we get introduced to him very differently than we do in a TV show. Yeah, And in the TV show, because we can see it through David's point of view, we hear things from David, we see more of David. We know David's a bad guy almost straight away. I watched it with my wife at the weekend and... Like Anna immediately went, holy shit, they're eating people. <laughs> like for a few seconds within it. So like I wasn't just in my head knowing I haven't played the game. Like yeah. you do get that straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas in the game, when we meet David, like, all right, he's a potential danger. And then he becomes a potential ally. Yeah. And then he's the worst danger. Mm. You know, and those little twists were, were only delivered because when we're playing the game, we only see a true Ellie and Joel's perspective, whereas mm. we get to see another person's perspective in the TV show. But also, uh, I mean, we're dealing with what not at, at best nine hours here mm-hmm. on, in the in the show, whereas you know the game. How many hours have you spent playing the game? I I put in more, but I don't think it's a terribly long game. I, I think it might be looking at maybe twelve hours or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. And that's not a terribly long game. <laughs> it's no. as good as other games. Yeah, it's not. Jesus. So, so just just with that in mind, mm-hmm. and you know, season two is coming or whatever. And we'll, you uh-huh. know, we'll address that when it when it comes up. But any games out there that you think should be adapted now? The Witcher, if yeah. they could do it properly, with they actually gave someone the license who would use the material in the license, I'd be very happy. I was yeah. very disappointed with Bloodlines, and um, I really wanted it to be good. I really, really wanted to be good. I loved. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. I, I, I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend checking one. it out. Yeah. Really, I I loved the first season of The yeah. Witcher. The second yeah. season, I thought like, uh, there there's things in this that are nice, but it's very much not the book or the game mm. that I've I'm very familiar with. And then, then I saw Bloodlines, and, and I'm kind of out now. And I'm mm. I love the way. I mean, there's the you can see Geralt behind me. I have a little Geralt mm. uh, statue on the table there, and. Um, I love that franchise and, and they very much just divided. I, I feel like they bought the license just to use the title to sell things as opposed to using all the rich material that's that's available to them. Yeah. Which is a pity. So I would love someone to take that and do that because, and I say The Witcher because I was going to say when when you see Joel and Ellie go through this, this question at the end and Ellie has to make a decision whether she, or Joel makes a decision whether he tells her the truth or not. 
Mm. I felt like uh, that's ruined me in future games where I have to make a choice because when I played The Witcher, I mean, there was many, there was times where I was I was twenty minutes deliberating uh, whether I'm going to go with this answer or this answer or that answer, and mm. it all comes from playing The Last of Us first, mm. you know. Mm. Um, so that'd be one I'd love. I I I I, I would love to see that Geralt uh, on screen, mm. you know, the one that can really uh, talk eloquently. And so, are there any any games that haven't? Being adapted that you'd like to see, um, Gears of War. Yeah, How about you. Yeah, Gears of War would definitely be up there. Yeah, um, yeah, I think uh, it was adapted, wasn't it? Like Uncharted, they made a terrible film of. Um, I haven't seen it yet, actually. Yeah, yeah. Is it bad? I I, I want to see. I like Tom. It's Holland, not. It's not know? bad, but I think yeah. it's you know. Yeah. And I mean that it wasn't was quite the game. That was was that Neil Druckmann as well. I don't know. Uncharted. I think he's involved in that. But um uh it wasn't quite the game. It had it de- like it had all the right parts, but it just mm-hmm. didn't it did there was it wasn't cohesive enough. I don't know. But really um, the, the games are so good. The games are so good, yeah, yeah. Um I think of recent games I've played. Um, well, I'm just playing um, Horizon at the moment. Nice, and that that's lovely. That's a really a really nice world. I believe um, uh, Laura Bailey's in that as well. I think she's the voice of the main character, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. I haven't got. I haven't yeah, finished I it to is, get to the credits. Actually, yet. she's the voice of Kate Diaz in, Gear, in Gears as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's, yeah. there's a hell of a career for her. She's in everything. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a live action of that. Um, mm. But that would be like the last was obviously a massive production, but I mean, I can't imagine what would be involved in pulling that off properly. All right, yeah, there's a lot in that. Well, we've we've seen other things be pulled off quite well in TV. Mm. It would be expensive, but it could be done, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Uncharted is a good call. Um, that would be probably Uncharted for is TV a TV more show, so than it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, than, yeah. Than a film and... Like, uh, do you, did you ever see the uh, fan made short that Nathan Fillion did? No. Oh, I'll check that out. It's only it's only about fifty minutes. It must be on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but he's playing Nathan Drake, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very good. Very yeah, good. I mean, you know, he is he is Nathan Drake, but um, yeah, I couldn't see him doing it now. He's, you know, he might he might hurt himself. He could be Sam though. Could be Sam. Yeah. 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 Right. Well. Um, yeah, I think that covers The Last of Us season one. Yeah, that's it. I can't wait for season two. I just can't wait. Uh, I hope there's more zombies. I hope we get more of the horror element. I think we will. But Given uh, what, having played having played The Last of Us part two, mm-hmm. I, I can kind of wait for season two. I, like, <laughs> emotionally, I just need to recharge now, you know, um, get myself back to a, you know, a centered level place <laughs> yeah. where I can deal with things. In a better, in a better fashion. Um, yeah, I can understand if they were that. To, if they were to spring that on us like next week, no, no, thank you. I'm sorry, no. I I did hear that they're going to split it into two seasons or mm. more, multiple seasons. So, mm. and and having played the game, I think we're going to see it from two different point of views, which mm. is a great way, I think, to tackle it. And uh, I, I I think I am actually looking forward to it. I was I was worried about it, and I was kind of hoping we get more. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say because I'm just going to yeah, ruin it for someone else because yeah, it's such it's such a good yeah I'll stay yeah. away from it but yeah. I would advise everyone to check out the games 
Yeah. We watch the show. Uh, it's well worth your time. Yeah, in the meantime, yeah, while you're waiting for season two, play the games. Read the comic books. Yeah, that's, that's telling Neil Druckmann we work on commission. I'm recommending these games. Yeah, that's how it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, there's a yeah, little podcast. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, we better we better leave it there. And yeah. then on Thursday, this coming Thursday, on the mothership, the 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 odds pod itself. Um who we got oh, we've got a good one. I know who, I can't. I know who we're recording. I can't remember who's coming up. Oh, it's uh, it's our friend in California. Oh, um, brilliant! Yeah. Brilliant! Yeah, 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 it's a great episode. That'll bring yeah. you right up after this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the craziest episode we've ever done. So, um, it's so much fun. So check that out. We shall. Uh, we leave. We leave his name a uh, unspoken. Yes, a mystery until until Thursday morning. And um, if you're looking to get in touch with us, you can always get us on Twitter at the Odds Pods. Um, and Ben is at Benesey, and I'm at Dave Hendrick. And uh, look, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you again. Yeah, thanks very much for hanging out, guys. Let's do this again. Bye. Season two. Bye.